week's episode of The Voice Party is brought to you by Big Boy Raps. Get your car wrapped by some of the most experienced and skilled in the Bay. Big Boy Raps, where the big boys play. Welcome to The Voice Party. You're tuning in to a show with Jose Rodiles. What's up? What's up, What's up? guys? How's everybody doing? Good. Good. We're doing great. Yeah. Yeah. First, Leslie's first day Hello. joining The Voice Party crew. I'm so excited to be here, you guys. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, man. Hey, we're glad to have you back. Yeah. Once a guest, now a, now a co-host. Hey. Yeah, dude. Um, very special guest. I actually, I, I met you kindergarten. Kindergarten. <laughs> I have pictures. Yeah. <laughs> Still got those. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's great. That's that, I know. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, you've we, been, we might actually even be related. Who knows, you know? And oh, that's deep. Mexican, <laughs> that's deep. Mexicans in Richmond. You, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we might be brothers. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, man, childhood friends are everything. That's all I gotta say. If you can hold on to like some sort of association, well, that back but there. I have I hadn't seen him in years. In years. Mm-hmm. I just the last time I saw you was at a funeral. Yeah, that's literally, and that was like what years ago? I don't, I don't even. 2012, remember. Edwin so, Edwin's funeral. Yeah, that was, yeah I was about to yeah, say that sounds like Richmond. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shady is. man, shady. That is shady. <laughs> it is, but uh, that's really when we see each other, and and like reunions is all funerals, and it's like how old are you? 23. Like fuck, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure, you know, you guys have had that experience, but that's how it is. Yeah, yeah. definitely. definitely uh, what, what have you been up to, man? Working. I saw- Working, being a dad, man. I'm a dad to an eight-month bro. little girl. Congratulations. So, right. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, she's a blessing. How do you do? You like her? She cool? Oh, bro, I love her. <laughs> I mean, you better. I love her. <laughs> she, she all right. She I all right. <laughs> you know, I forgot what comedian had this joke where, like, uh, what's your daughter's name? Because she, she was it was a newborn. Like I don't know, she doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> How's it like being a dad? It's uh, it's fun and tiring at the same time. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a blessing, man. It's yeah, I love it. You know, it. I just got a puppy, and that shit's hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is, though. Dog mom life. Yeah. I feel it. At least the here's the thing where people say, ah, but that's a dog. <laughs> you know, this is an actual human. The human's gonna get older and it's gonna learn how to take care of itself. The like, dog, the, no, no, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm still oh, see, yeah, I know it's not the same, but I'm just saying, like, that's my, <laughs> that's my little, like, you know, yeah. You're gonna have to take care of this shit forever. That's true. And then yeah. eventually, the but here's the, eventually they'll get old enough to take care of you. When you get to be like the kid, eighty nine, yeah, 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 yeah. Dog not the dog, <laughs> dog won't. the dog, the back legs go out. You gotta carry that motherfucking shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that'd be impressive. The dogs like bringing you your pills and shit. <laughs> See, you should have gotten a dog, bro. You'll be, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be surprised. This dog's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you yeah. seen that dog that gets the guy the beer? Like, that's yeah. I mean, you seen that? Yeah, right? I'm yeah. working on it. Yeah. We would, we would all like to have a lassie, right? Where it's like, what, what, what's wrong, girl? What? Timmy's in the well? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, like, <laughs> kind of do some shrooms and have like some last conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man, you got a crazy, 
you you were part of some crazy shit. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know, in in many different ways. But like we after so we'll just to give everybody some like um some history on. We went to elementary school together. Middle school. Middle school. And then I didn't see you high school. I got kicked out my freshman yeah, year. Yeah. Okay. Sophomore year. No, no, no. Yeah, sophomore year. Sophomore year. Mm. Yeah. Even though he, he probably he's still a guy. saw me around in the hallways. I, was, I, I didn't go to. <laughs> he I didn't go to. No. Just yeah. hanging out. He's traveling. He was yeah. on tour of all West Contra Custer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I probably went to like four different schools. He's the one like if you're about to. If you, hey man, I gotta go beat someone up. <laughs> I need you to back me up. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of those calls. <laughs> <laughs> then we worked together, and then yeah. I see we worked what Little Caesars. Little Caesars oh, till uh, 2010. You okay. did too? No. Hello. Oh god, they're like, <laughs> but we, okay. A lot yeah. of people worked at Little Caesars from high school. Sam, I feel like. The San Pablo Little yeah, Caesars. Yeah. That was, that was like a, a lot trap store. <laughs> that was a trap <laughs> store, bro. I kid you not. We used to have my my supervisor was shooting dice in the freezer. That's how bad it was. Bro. You have one guy doing everything and the supervisor shooting down with the rest of the coworkers in the freezer. You're like, bro, what the hell? You know? That was the first time I ever I ever smoked a blunt. <laughs> Cause I, and that's, I had a lot of furs there too. That was the first time I ever heard a 357 shot right in the back. <laughs> and uh there's a lot of first at that fucking little Caesars. That was like the most the craziest. It was there was a there's an incident where I think it was you and Frankie. Yeah. You guys got in a fight with customers, oh and you God. like pulled some of well, the guy. They pulled him into the to the <laughs> for the register. <laughs> it was like enemies, you know, like some of their. Well, I, I guess you guys had beef with somebody. Yeah. And then enemies. man, yeah, it was it was the craziest Wild. shit. No, there was a, there was one time where they tried to try. I don't know. I, I forgot who. They, I think they were trying to fight Frankie. Yeah. And they thought that, you know, the guys weren't going to do nothing about it. They didn't realize they were going to fight the whole store. They were like, oh, shit. You know, they came back with bats and everything. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's funny you were mentioning Frankie because when Jonathan was here, Jonas Elise, uh, we mentioned Frankie because that's the guy that was going to get stabbed. And he, so this, is just, mm-hmm. this, oh, is yeah, ma- yeah. this show is making Frankie look bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Oh, that, um, it's, it's, we were actually, we weren't even. We didn't go. To, okay, we went to that party because we got that call. Okay, we're we talking about win, we're talking about that Winterfest party where Jonah got stabbed. Mm. Yeah, we, the, it was. A, were you there? No. Okay, I think your friends were there. Probably. Yeah, it was like this big fucking Christmas rave. Christmas rave. Yeah. <laughs> we rented out a hall, and like I think it was like over a, over a hundred people for sure more more like like more. 300 it was it was, it was, it was a lot. this was in high school it was no nah, this it was, was right, like, after right after high school, high school. I was like, Damn, and it ended horribly it, it ended like it, bad bad it, it bad. was it was like uh like fights everywhere I, I think i don't know if i mentioned this story already once but it was like at one point someone was chasing someone with an axe and there was hella gunshots and there was like some guy getting his head stomped oh, yeah. right by the tire of the guy that was spinning. Cause this this guy was... he sees all this fighting start like happening in the parking lot, and he gets his fucking Mustang and he just starts doing donuts. And there's fights all around him. I guess he was, I, someone told me he was hella coked up. So it was just like that seems like the appropriate thing to do when you're coked. It was it was something oh you will see in the movie, man. Yeah, it was, sounds no, no, like actually, it. I I'm sitting here thinking like taking notes in my head, like okay, we're gonna film, we're gonna find an excuse to film this. Like, mm-hmm. it, Exactly. I know, right? Yeah, like, I, I know what. I, I kid you not. If, if Instagram, yeah, yeah. if or Instagram, Tarantino, like, <laughs> right? Yeah, dark. If, just dark. If Instagram and Snapchat would have been around at been that time, big. you guys would have had a lot we of videos. Yeah, yeah, I remember, oh, like, a few years after. Remember that movie, Project X? 
Yeah. yeah. So was, <laughs> it was like that ain't that ain't shit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't nothing. Yeah, that, Compared to that, that was like a mess, man. And 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 there were some like gangsters there that didn't get into fights, mm-hmm. and they were just watching. Like, hmm. I'm like, uh, <laughs> I hope they don't get involved. <laughs> but I, you were there. I don't remember talking to you that day. Yeah, you. Were I don't. Drunk. Re- I don't remember you talking. You, you were already drunk, bro. You were like, yeah. we literally like we pulled up because we got that call. Like, you know, hey. Hey, bro, I'm about to get drunk. <laughs> so we I remember we were at home chilling and we get a call. Hey, bro, they're about to jump up. Uh, memo. They were going to jump oh, yeah, memo. Yeah, they were yeah. trying to get memo. And uh, yeah. we're like, oh, where is it at? Oh, Crockett over here. Oh, ain't that, 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 there's that Rafe. Yeah. All right, let's go. We Bro, we got there like in five minutes from like San Pablo. Smashing over there, <laughs> just taking all the red lights. We get there. I, I walked in with sweats. I wasn't there <laughs> yeah, for the party, bro. I walked in with sweats and a rave. That I remember. And now. as soon as it was me, Frankie, and Oscar, my boy, he just had just gotten out of a YA camp. So he was <laughs> yeah. fresh out, you know. So we're walking in there. And uh, first thing I noticed, there's a guy pointing a pistol at me. <laughs> yeah, the security for the <laughs> no, it wasn't the I'm security. It was uh, it was someone else. He's pointing. He, me and him actually had history. You know, we had history, uh, whatever. So we're pointing. He's pointing a gun at me, and, like, and I, yeah, I stopped, and I was like, romantic history, romantic history. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm just like looking at him, and you know, we got into a little argument, whatever. But when he saw my my uh, my other two friends mm-hmm. come back. He pulled another pistol out on them. And, you know, he started like, hey, bro, don't, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah, he was just like this. Hey, come on, man. Hey, hey keep him off of me. And they're ready to get, you know, they were going to, you know. So, um, all that got is situated, whatever. And we start walking. <laughs> how, do you, how did that get situated? Yeah, I mean, I'm not it seems like he was just waiting for the right opportunity to pull a gun on you. He's like, I've been waiting for years for this. No one's going to notice if I pop him dead. There's so much stuff going on. Hey, he shoots both and it's like, comes out bang. <laughs> Oh, all right, this, this is all, all right. This is situated no, now. Luckily, you got <laughs> this is situated. Yeah, luckily it got is situated because if it wouldn't, you guys would have heard a lot of gunshots. Oh yeah, there. There, yeah. Was, there was hella gunshots though. That was after though. That was after, yeah, there, there was a lot and and um. Wait, so when the fuck did I see you? I mean, yeah, I was Bro, drunk. We was literally, as soon as I think, as soon as we pulled up, uh-huh. you were like outside trying to get everyone inside, and you were just like, I have my shirt off, right? No, not yet. <laughs> okay, not yet. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. That's pretty shirt so off. Okay. He goes up to me and he's like, Rodinez, please, please don't start a fight. And I was like, No, bro, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> so we're walking inside, we're looking for uh, our friend, right? Hey, hold on. In my defense, I had just put the deposit down on the place, so that's all. I was like, hey, hey, <laughs> nobody fucking. Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. I kid you not. So I, we were literally just after we got in there, we just nothing was going on, and we're like, you know what? Let's just go. Everything's all right. Whatever. We were actually walking on our way out, uh-huh. and I guess um by the entrance, there's a, there was like a ramp going down of the hall. So we're literally walking out five, six deep. And then we're looking for Frankie got lost. Yeah. That day. Frankie, we're looking for Frankie. So we're like, hey, where's shout Frankie? Out to Frankie. He hey, shout out to Frankie. Shout out to Frankie. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're walking out. We're looking. We're all screaming, hey, Frankie, where you at, Frankie? And there was a dude walking with us that we didn't realize. Like, we didn't know who he was. He just joined your crew. He just joined our crew. He was <laughs> that like, crew yeah. looks cool. And he just started screaming out of nowhere, yeah, fuck, you know, fuck Frankie. We're going to get him. We were just turning around. We were like, what? <laughs> oh, it was a rap, man. He started. It was just everything broke off right there. It was just. Yeah. Everything happened. It just started. Oh cracking and it, it was crazy because i was remember we were set up like above the ceiling or whatever like the dj setup yeah. was up there and i just saw it all like i was like oh my god like if i had a i had a nokia you know i couldn't film anything you know yeah but it was just like craziness man there was like shoes someone broke like two toilets and the sink in the bathroom and then they, someone told me like 
uh, this was the weirdest shit. Some girl in the bathroom was like, any. she went into the men's bathroom and she took off her clothes and she wanted a train and everybody that walked in, she was like, come on. I was like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take people nowhere. Like, yeah. she, she must have been on some... Uh, uh, something. Some yeah. Every, other, a lot of people were on hella shit, yeah. yeah. And, um, oh, boy. Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy. <laughs> nuts. But that was, I, I didn't see you then after that until we saw each other at Edwin's funeral. Yeah. And then after that... It was, We've been it was, through some shit. I, definitely, you and I have been through some shit, and you got a story to tell about that, man. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know what, what you want to share, or or um. Um. Well, uh, for the listeners, uh, I got incarcerated. Those who know me, they know this story. Yeah. Um, I got incarcerated back in 2015. Uh, got arrested in 2013. I was fighting the case for about two years. Um, I did about four years for that. I just paroled about. It's actually gonna. Be, it's two years now. Since I two years. Two years. Wow. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah, so I've been out, but the whole time I was in there, I was actually. Uh, for those who don't know this, um, there's something called fire camps. You know, prison uh, firefighters, inmate firefighters. Yeah. And uh, I did most of my time there. I was actually out there um, fighting fires, for uh, with Cal Fire next to Cal Fire, uh, Santa Rosa Fire. Yeah, we were there since the first night. Wow. So that was uh, something. Uh, that was, that was an experience, bro. Yeah. That was an experience where it's like you were only seeing a movie. I got a question for you about that. Mm. When you first started, did you have a thought like we're inmates, they're probably just gonna throw us to the first the first ones to like to maybe like if we die they don't care? Did you ever think about um, that? Because that's the first thing I would have thought. Well, like y'all the suicide squad. Yeah, the suicide squad. <laughs> yeah. Shot? That's yeah, exactly. That's what so because I didn't even I didn't even know about this uh program until I was already incarcerated. Yeah. And that's when you hear other Me neither. Other well, <laughs> not not when yeah. I was incarcerated, but like yeah. you know, I didn't know about it. Yeah, well you start hearing other inmates talk about it. Hey, try to go to fire camp, try to go to fire camp and we're just like, Well, what's fire camp? You know, oh it's like a like a place where you could go and be firefighters while you're incarcerated. And we were like, well, how does that work? Oh, well, you got to qualify. Okay, so how do you want me to try, you know? Right, right. So I guess, um, so before you get, just to get a little quick update, okay, before you get uh, sentenced, well, after you get sentenced, they send you to um, reception, which is you'll go to a prison near, near the nearest to you and sit there until you meet, like, uh, your counselor, right? You'll sit there for a few months till you meet your counselor, and they decide how, well, they're going to look at your case, and they're going to decide, okay, well, you know what? Your case is too violent or it's not. We're gonna send you to this this place. Hmm. So luckily me, I remember we were in San Quentin. I met with my counselor. They sent me to Susanville, which was up by uh, Reno. Oh, That's yeah. where uh, the fire camp starts. That's where they do all the training. So once they told me I was going to Susanville, I was like, okay, cool. That's one step closer. You know, I might be able to be, uh, get in here. But once you get to Susanville, they uh, you meet with another counselor and they decide whether you're gonna be able to qualify for a fire camp or not. If not, you're just gonna sit on that yard, which is which it's gonna suck because all you're gonna see is nothing but people come and go, come and go, Damn. and you're stuck. Yeah. You're sitting there. Mm -hmm. So um, <clears throat> I ended up qualifying after a few months of sitting there, and um, yeah, they ended up sending me to a Kanaktai fire camp, which is located in Lake County. Right there off uh, like a little high. If those who know where Lake County's at, it's like right above uh, Napa County. Okay. Mm, yeah, so we yeah. were, we're know that. it's a lot of uh, rednecks. No I think I read somewhere that like that there's fire camps in 27 counties and something. Yeah, like there's a lot of them. And there's like what, 3,000 inmates that are working in fire camps? 
more well, now. It's, uh, it's more now since the fire It's started. actually less now. Oh, less? Oh, okay. Less now. With pandemic going on. Uh-huh. And um, when we were right before I actually paroled, there was uh, talks about certain camps were going to close down. And they were going to unite camps because of, uh, I don't know, you know, California yeah. politics and all that. Yeah. But each camp is, um, each camp has five to six crews. Each crew has about 10 to 15 guys. And you got to fit all these guys in the CCV with a bus, you know, small bus. So imagine mm-hmm. having 16 inmates fit in the back of a small bus. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hectic in there. It's just, you're too crowded. You, sometimes you're just going to see fights in there because people, you know, too some crowded. guys get cranky. You know, yeah. they get tired, get cranky <laughs> after a fight. They start arguing, bumping heads, or, you know, you're going to let go. And you guys train how many hours <clears throat> like when you were in the camp? Uh, well, once you're in the camp, you train all your all year long. Hmm. All year long. They actually take you to work. You work for the county. Yeah. You'll go do jobs for the county. They'll take you, um, <clears throat> like, kind of like landscaping. Yeah. Hmm. And then, um, but before you go to before you go to camp, you have to get qualified. You have to pass, like, a fitness and a, a written test. So they're not just going to throw you there. If you've qualified, you have to pass a test for you to be a firefighter. You have to, uh, the physical test is like a two-week training. They take you hiking up the hills over there in, like, the Sierra Nevada mountains over there. Mm-hmm. Not Nevada, Nevada, but, you know, by that area. Yeah, where the big, Cal yeah. Nevada up there, yeah. So you got to, first of all, hang with the hikes. Sometimes you hike five to eight miles. You know, snowy or mud or, you know, it depends on the terrain. You'll be out there hiking. Um, you got to pass, like, a running test. Uh, it's a, like pull-ups, dips, all that stuff, you know, you pass all that. And then after you pass a physical test, you just take the written test. So now you got to kind of, like, learn some questions and answers and all that, and then you're set. But that's a, they don't teach you everything in fire camp, man. Like, hmm. before you go, they, they don't prepare you at all for what you're about <laughs> oh, to, uh, what, what you're about to uh, experience. You know, all you hear... They kind of throw you out <clears throat> there in the in the wild. Exactly, because COs aren't going to tell you, hey, you know, you, you're going to have a good fun, <clears throat> you're a good time over there. Now you hear that from the inmates. They only tell you, "Oh yeah, go to fire camp. There's hella phones." You know, you're like, "Oh, all right." And then you know, if you like drugs, hey, go to fire camp. There's hella crystal. There's hella. Oh, all right, cool. Let's go. Oh, wow. That's so a, people, yeah, exactly. fighting those fires. You've been at it for 28 hours. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah so, it, the fire's gone, buddy. Like, you're, just, <laughs> you're making mud. Dude, they won't. I kid you not, bro. You know, that's what. That's what. That's that. That that whole. That that's what Hitler used to do. You know, with, yeah, the, give with, them the, crack. with the with the Nazis, he give them he give them meth. Meth, yeah. That's when they first started experimenting with yeah. methamphetamine yeah. and so they're like, all right, my soldiers who are going out to the the Eastern Front to go fight in Russian fucking winter, they couldn't hold, handle gonna the need, weather though, right? So it's like, <laughs> but if we give them drugs, they'll be yeah. able to do it. And then those people, God bless those krauts, <laughs> they were yeah. so focused after that. They're like, cold, what cold? We're gonna find them. They fucking God. die freezing. <laughs> yeah, it's not fun, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't shock me at all. And so that that's that's what they were like. There's hella crystal there. That, that's how. Wow. That's why a lot of inmates wanted to go to uh, majority, majority. Not, not Please, the, Lord, let yeah. there be some more fires. But, <laughs> but they don't tell you. They don't tell you that when you get to camp, you have to go to work. So I remember. When I was already at camp, we used to get all these emails that inmates that were new and you know. Oh they like, yeah, they they get there and as soon as because sometimes after I I had almost done my time, they had put me in the warehouse where I was just kind of like receiving them and just kind of getting geared up and ready for fires and all that. And I'll tell them, "Oh, you're gonna need this for work." What we work here? I mean, yeah, bro, it's fire camp, you know. Then hey, they never told me nothing about working, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> they come like thinking they were just gonna chill and hang out. Nah, bro, you gotta if you want to stay here, you gotta work, gotta bro. Work. Yeah. How was the treatment during the process of like training and everything like that? Treatment towards the the inmates. Well, 
during uh while you we were at the yard the because they move us from a big yard to a way smaller yard uh-huh. for the people that are training so you're sitting there the ceos they will come and they will fuck with you they oh. will try to like literally get you to like fuck up because fuck yeah. they just oh, want to yeah. keep you there you know yeah. so Sometimes you kind of like... Like, you gotta, like military style <clears throat> shit. Yeah, yeah, well, prison, you know, for yeah. anyone that's been to prison, you guys know how the politics and all that is, but for those who hasn't been to prison, um, <clears throat> you're pretty much in a gang. Whoever you run with, you're in a gang. Right. So when you land, wherever you land, they will, you're gonna have, they're going to have that talk with you. They're going to tell you, hey, you know what? This is the rules. Follow them. If, you're not, if you don't follow them, there's consequences. Mm. You don't want to mess it up for another race or anyone else because then there's consequences towards you. Damn. So when we go to that area, everyone kind of like has that talk. Hey, don't fuck up. We got COs that will come and pretty much because you fuck. Let's say I fuck up. Mm-hmm. They'll come and they'll throw a, 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 a black dude's stuff out because of my fault. Now that creates problems, mm. you know, because the guy's going to be mad. And now if more, it creates more problems if they find something on him mm-hmm. so that uh. now he's getting, you know, wrapped up about it. And that's so, how you wait, they, wait they, let they, me clarify. So you're saying that if you do something. They the COs will mess with someone else, uh, different race to they'll instigate with, shit. They'll just instigate shit. That that's horrible. That's just, yeah. just so you, that's... yeah, because they want to start shit. So you guys, oh, you know what? We're, we're not gonna send them to camp. So Let's that's how a lot of the war starts. Sometimes you think, yeah, like, yeah, the majority, instigation between the jails. Yeah, sometimes divide and sometimes. conquer. Now, now, yeah. I mean, not yeah, sometimes for sure. Sometimes, sometimes, not all sure. the time. Is it safe to assume that they are motivated? to have you screw up and keep you there because of the for-profit situation. <clears throat> Definitely. Like, the more butts in cells they have, yeah. the more money, so they're motivated to get you angry, to get you... That but, part. At, but at what cost? I mean, what if you end up killing each other? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, oh, they're, they're, they'll they're, get more. They're, they're just, yeah. You're just a number to them. That's you're for not, sure. Yeah. They really don't... You're just a number to them most of the time. I, I just, hate to turn this insane. conversation to stupidity again, but <laughs> whenever you say, like... <laughs> Because of movies, you know, like Life, that's yeah. one of my favorite movies. Yeah. When you say like camp, I picture the guy who's like in charge, the CEO, on a horse. <laughs> Was that a thing? No. No, no, no. You know, no, you know what I'm not, talking not about, in right? 2020. I know, but I just picture that, Back you know? In the day, no, yeah. it's different now. I, I know, yeah, I know. No. You're like, yeah. yeah well, they'll be on the golf cart, not a horse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> but the horse is faster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know, I hate to. Fucking go back to that, but my whole time I was thinking, well, I gotta ask this question. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so that funny. kind of treatment leading into you guys actually training, and and obviously at this point you're you're training for it and stuff like that. Would it continue? Yeah, it would. Wow. It would. Oh, um, so after like you're I good. Just feel like at this point, yeah, you're like you're clearly doing something heroic at this point, for right? Real. Like, and that's that's mm-hmm. where it's like kind of a blurred line, right? Because they're like, oh, they're prisoners. Oh, but they're like, you're literally saving people's yeah. lives, yeah. people's houses, like, and that's what throws me off. Yeah, no. Once you actually make it to camp, it's it's different. It's different. Uh-huh. Um, you still at camp? You know, it's a uh, a camp. It's like um a regular camp. You know, there's no walls. There's no. There might be fences, but there's no walls. Sure. They don't have COs out and about. You know, keeping an eye on you. No, you, they're gonna do their count every two hours to make sure no one escapes. Because oh, yeah. you can literally walk out of a camp. Yeah. If you wanted to, but right. if you walk out of a camp, that's a two. If they catch you, well, they're gonna catch you. Right. right. Most of the time, they all the guys I seen walk out got caught in like two three days. Damn. Wow. So um, you walk out of camp. That's a two year term. Oh wow. So and you lose your uh camp privilege so you will never ever so you just be, be back even in the, you'll just be in the that. yard yeah. forever you know you won't even be like for the yard i mean for camp so yeah go ahead 
Now, it's my understanding that this program has been in effect since World <clears throat> War II, right? Like, it's not new. No, it's not. Um, but I know oh, that, really? I don't know. Yeah, no, it's not. But I do know that what is new is they're pushing, like, the, the recent legislation that was put out a few years back um, is they're pushing more towards legitimizing uh, firefighters trained this way so that once you get out, there may be some sort of opportunity. Is there an opportunity for you to work with the fire department now, or is it still some sort of a block? What's what's going on with that? So, um, I don't know. I, I heard it got approved, but I don't know when it goes to effect. Mm. Um, let me just clear this for uh, those who don't know. You can only work with CAL FIRE. CAL FIRE. You can't do no structural uh, firefighting. Oh, so you mm. can only... Um, depends on your okay. case and depends how they take it, yeah. but it's just for vegetation firefighters, which is two uh, different things. And those who don't know this, CAL FIRE and the uh, structural firefighters are different. Mm. CAL FIRE is wildland only, mm -hmm. but they're also trained for structural, you know, and fire like uh, structural firefighters... So you couldn't work for like a, <clears throat> a department here? No, no yeah. departments. I would yeah. only be able to work for vegetation <clears throat> fires. Oh, wow. So, yeah. I, how many fires did you work like you know putting out Oof, a lot a lot bro that's crazy because i thought there was only like i mean to, in my head i think there was only like what six <laughs> since like the last four yeah, years no you guys i mean the whole state was on fire <laughs> the whole state, yeah. Yeah. six yeah. big ones <laughs> six big ones yeah you guys only hear about the big fires oh wow. you know but there's 10 acre fires going on that's somewhere true, else right? there's 20 acres that doesn't make the news there's there's small two acre fires that you know there's there's about Every uh every year, there's at least more than a thousand fires. Yeah. I want to know how your first experience was like. First time going out there, like this is it. You've trained for it. Now you're doing it. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't scared. No, I Holy thought it. Shit. I mean, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was nervous. I was nervous. I'm not gonna lie. You're, you're picturing yourself as Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, it's, it's, it's normal to be a little nervous. If you weren't yeah. nervous at all, I'd be a little unnerved. I know. Right, yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. We're on the way to the fire. I'm gonna nurse and I'm, I remember I was asking questions. All right, so where's the water hose? They were like, We ain't got no water hose. <laughs> and I was like, What? How are we gonna do this? You gotta oh. go to the nearest water source, like the yeah. lake over there, and scoop it up with your hands. Where's the water hose? <laughs> Wait, so is that how it worked? Like, no, I'm no. We, uh, MA firefighters, they do uh, scraping, they scrape the, the line. Oh. Uh, so, vegetation fires. Most of the time, the way they get put out, you have to do a scratch line around the fire so it stops spreading. I oh, see. so like to break up the, the, to the break dry up, grass exactly. or whatever. You want to yeah. kind of give a border a border around it. And you just contain dirt. it, right? Basically. And contain it. Just kind of keep it in the circle. So it'll um, die down eventually yeah. kind yeah, of thing? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Once it passes that burn area, it's not going to go back because it's already burned. Right, Unless right. there's some more stuff that they didn't really catch. For and, sure. Yeah. Oh. So Dang. we were pretty much like, Landscaping. I called it extreme landscaping, bro. Yeah. Extreme. <laughs> we were out there calling it extreme landscaping, bro. Because you're out there really landscaping. You're just cutting. You're that would be a dope. That would be a dope reality show. Extreme landscaping. Dude, you have no hey, idea. Hey, copyright that right now. Extreme landscaping. Extreme landscaping. Bro. CBS is gonna have to buy it from us. Yeah. Mark, you heard it here first. Yeah. It was we could make that a show. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, we could make that a show. I mean, you can make anything a show yeah, these true. days. That's true. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just. But, so it was like. So so you were just basically containing it. Containing Because you really can't fucking spray No, they wouldn't. Out. Unless, unless sometimes they'll give us, well, if you wanted a spray, they give you a water pump. It's like a five-gallon backpack yeah. with a little oh, pump. But yeah. it's like a little. Right. You're yeah. better off with a, so a super soaker. <laughs> you know, just, you know, if, 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 if like the fire is near like a big body of water, do you guys just like do 
some kind of pump? No. Uh, uh, no? Well, the engines. The engines do. Oh, you okay. got because most of the time you got Cal Fire engines that are working yeah. with us. We're working next to Cal Fire. Cal Fire. So they'll have us there with uh, you know uh, the firefighters. Yeah. Um. So they are the ones with the water. Sometimes if they even call a helicopter, which most of the time they'll try to call it depending on the fire mm. and how dangerous it is, they'll have a, a water chopper. Uh, Oh, bringing yeah. water and letting the water down and everything. Did that shit? <clears throat> the stuff they drop in? What is it? It's not it's, water. No, right? it's water. So okay, it, so looks, you got, it looks like it looks like sand though. <laughs> oh no, that's that's the. Did the any of that? What I was gonna? This is another stupid question. Did any of that shit ever get on you? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell other, yeah. They, they probably have way better questions for a lot of this. I'm just thinking of the stupid shit that I think of, like when I see like on TV, like. I wonder if that shit like ah oh, my eyes, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It's this water. Well, it's, the retardant. Yeah. It's some like foam. Okay. Stuff, that's you know? weird. Foam really? On there too? Yeah. They that. throw retardant. Like the big, big planes. The yeah. ones that you see flying and throwing. Yeah. It, looks like, and it looks like sand. That's, or whatever. That's red. retardant. Yeah. That's they'll go and that they'll just drop retardant. But that just it doesn't stop it. It slows it down. Oh. So the oh. choppers are the ones that are really trying to put the fire the out because right. they're just dropping water and water, yeah. water on them. That's Dude, wild. that's fun, especially when you're on a fire and it's hell out. Cause most of the time it's more than 100 degrees out there. Yeah, yeah. And one time we got a water dropped on us. Oh, that felt, felt nice. So good. <laughs> <laughs> Just picture all. We're like, ah, oh, the most yes. beautiful <laughs> mistake ever. <laughs> With long hair, like fucking. Yeah, man. It's, it's like running through the uh, hydrant all over. Was that what was that mo movie? Uh, uh, Flash dance when she does the bucket of water on her. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry. I was gonna say compared to the holes, you know, at the end. Oh yeah. When it never like rained and then finally rained yeah. and they were like all oh, happy. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I picture it. That's how we got when we went to the showers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, uh. What so, kind of? Oh, sorry. Go, go. Oh, what kind of equipment did they provide you with? Um. Well, we get Nomex. We got a Nomex, which is just like the Cal Fire suit, okay. but ours is orange. Oh, okay. Uh, right. We get the, the same equipment they got. Without the water hose. Okay. So no water. <laughs> so then uh, they provide us with a backpack, uh, <laughs> with you get canteens like four canteens, mm -hmm. um, little first aid kits, whatever, okay. uh, and then they give us a few little things for the hoses because sometimes, once a big like it's a big fire, they'll have us kind of mop up, which means you'll grab a hose from the cow fire, put some little you know whatever the little tips on them okay and just go make sure the waters are like the fire's kind of out i see but the backpack we normally use it for equipment that we're going to carry out there because most majority of the time on big fires we stay on the line mm. we don't mm. go back and, and no we sleep out there on the dirt oh, shit. Oh, so dang. we carry um extra clothes like a sweater a jacket a blanket or Fuck. something that fits you know because obviously you can't take nothing extra yeah. you got to make it fit wow and they'll give you like a five pound lunch sometimes so you gotta <laughs> And I'm gonna leave the lunch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one. I'll, I'll take the lunch before. <laughs> did 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 you uh, did you see like a lot of wildlife? Oh, bro, we came across a bear one day. Oh, we were, oh. yeah, it was. Uh, we were by uh burning or like no, just it running was, away. Just <laughs> no, yeah, because I'm sure you the saw a lot of animals fire. burn. Oh, we For saw. Real? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we saw, like those koalas and and that's fucked oh, up. Like, remember the oh, koalas? Oh no, see no. That. yeah, yeah. No. Thank you for bringing me back. Right. Well, I mean, it, it just because that's like a big thing about wild. Uh, uh, close that door. Wildlife. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like deer, deer and shit. I'm sure you saw a lot of that too. We saw a lot of like burning. The ones that didn't burn. burn were rats, bro. Those guys were the just fucking, all over the place. Those are the ones that went extinct. 
The rats are like the cockroaches of the mammal world. Bro, we just be, we'll be out there working and we just see one on fire. <laughs> Spreading the fire. Yeah, bro. We were like, hey. One time they made us chase a litter of rats under with the dude. One time they made us chase a rabbit because it was on fire, right? And he jumped into the green. Which I picture the. the oh my god. You say that. You say that. You know that movie, the the, the song, the Benny. What was that song? Like I just pictured them all chasing animal, uh, the oh. rabbit to you know Benny uh Benny Hill Benny Hill song. Oh yeah. You know the Benny Hill song? No, I don't oh, know. Never mind, never mind. How did it go? Oh. I, 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 Sing it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's uh Hum it. when there's like a there's like old movies and there's like they're chasing each other like mm-hmm. three stooges. Oh, I picture that like chasing the rabbit. Hey, so the rabbit was spreading fire. The rabbit was spreading fire. That could be a show. Rabbits on fire. Rabbits on fire. Bro, that's crazy. Damn. Yeah, it's crazy because yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wildlife could spread the fire even more. So the time you ran into a live bear. Oh yeah, talk about that. You guys to that. From here to the garage. Holy shit. Fuck. And them things are fast too. It's, it's right not next like to you. Slow <laughs> lumbering. Yeah, was know, it grizzly or? Not I, grizzly. I think it was just a regular a, brown, brown bear. bear. Oh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, you could punk those easy. Yeah, yeah it, it, <laughs> be like, oh, it, it just, but it was, it was weird because I've never seen a bear close. You know. Yeah. So um, we were actually over there by Red Bluff, I think, and we were done just cutting about a mile and a half of line. And we were hiking back down. It was nighttime. It was dark. So we got our little headlamps on our helmets. So we we're just walking, walking, and we just see someone stop, and he froze. And we're like, what the hell? What's going on? And we got closer, and the bear's just walking. Like, but they did it even with you? No, he just mind his own. He oh, just okay, kept walking. Okay. Yeah, he he probably stayed away from you if you're a big group no, of people. Yeah, yeah. We, were, we were a lot of yeah. we were a lot of us, but we were just like, oh shit, you know? Yeah. You, how many fires did you say you did? Like over a hundred. Over a right? hundred easily. I got a question for you about that. Like. At like let's say at your fiftieth, uh-huh. <laughs> do you yeah like at at once you're at like okay this you guys have worked hella fires, is there like more of a respect from the COs like these these guys are heroes you, um okay well, now about that yeah, yeah. At camp. <laughs> <laughs> yes camp right our yeah. camp was our camp I feel like we had the, the coolest camp okay our cool. COs were were my respect to the COs even you know even though we're inmates and COs but those guys. They didn't really mess with us. Okay. Yeah. Um, in camp, you got a lot of guys that come and go, and a lot of guys that come and fuck up, mm-hmm. and then you got a lot of guys that come and actually do their time. Yeah. So the guys that come and fuck up, those guys get the most shit from the COs because yeah. we're representing their camp, their job, right. you know. And there's let's say it's like ten COs per camp. If we make them look bad, they get shit from the warden. Of the yeah. big, like the right. big heads, and then if you guys all fuck up, then they're exactly. just gonna cancel. Yeah, shit. they're just gonna fucking yeah. hey, what the, you know, it just we, trickles I, down. Yeah, yeah. And, so. and to be fair, if someone at, when you say fuck up, you mean like break a rule, like try to escape. Try to escape. Oh, we make them look bad. Like let's make say if bad. they start uh, bringing attention to to the COs, mm-hmm. then okay, let's say we got fights going on on the on the fire, which has happened. I've been mm-hmm. there before, you know. Fights yeah. in the fire? Yeah, definitely, bro. Oh, definitely, <laughs> that could yeah. be a show too. <laughs> fights in the fire or a video. Yeah. You gotta call the cops to get these guys out. You're making them look bad. So now you're just getting shit from the warden. Yeah. So um, we do get respect from certain uh, COs. Like I was at that camp for about three three years, mm. three years, and um, I was a sawyer. So each crew has two sawyers, two pullers. A sawyer runs the saw, who starts off the cuts and the scrapes by cutting everything out the way, so the guys can come behind you and scrape. And oh. each sawyer has a puller who's going to pull everything out the way that you cut. 
to the side. Is that with those old school saws with two guys running it? No, no. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know what that is. Okay, it's okay. a regular chainsaw. Oh, chainsaw. It's a, it's a chainsaw. With oh, a chainsaw yeah, where they the just bar. go like this straight yeah. up, hella fast. Yeah. Because that's what, in the old days, that's what they did. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> like long time ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My bad. So I was, uh, I was actually first saw for my crew. I was, uh, first, I was a chainsaw user. So in, um, the chain the, the chainsaw fuck. guys normally get the most respect from the COs in the camp because you're going it's it's a tough work mm-hmm. yeah you're the yeah. first you're, you're the, the first one and you you got to you got to be in shape to do it and you have to just if you're like a a a, a, a good sawyer you're going to get probably treated good at camp because they if they let a good sawyer go from their camp and they bring a shitty sawyer Right. That's just you're gonna make them look bad, and yeah. they don't want that, you know. You put, like you put me as a sawyer in the front. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, come on, just go, just go. I feel, yeah, I feel like you get more. I feel like as a sawyer, you get more. Uh, you get away with more shit. Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I got caught with some phones that I shouldn't have. <laughs> you got, you had TikTok. phones, and you didn't take, you didn't take video of all these Whoa, incredible shit. You, I was on live. About this. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a video. On my uh, Instagram page of really? a fire, of a fire. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, gotta look while at you're that. Out there? It's, yeah, we were out oh, there in news. I had more videos. I just don't. They were on the phones that got took. <laughs> we out here. Hey, we out here. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was, it was easy to be funny. That's man. crazy. I, when you said fights, like God damn, like that's that's crazy to me. Fun but don't stop. So, fun so, don't, so, yeah, funny yeah. story, right? I had my first first fire. This is my first fire. Mm. Um, because even in your, even though you're at camp, you still have to follow the politics, the rules right. from inmates. Because you're always gonna have, you're always gonna have people in contact with the guys in the upper yards. Yeah. Mm. So it doesn't matter where you at, you still gotta follow those rules. Oh, so shit. we're at a fire. It's my first fire. I was like, I was there for four days. I'm loving it. I'm. I'd rather be there in the sense of than the yard. Yeah. And we're on this half acre one acre fire and we're almost done cutting fire and i remember <laughs> so each crew has a swamper which is like the captain's right hand man you know because mm-hmm. he has to be the last guy behind all the crew the, the crew and he has to make sure everything's on point so our swamper which was like a big saw cider right <laughs> wanted to fight a white boy and they were both calling tall and i remember i was they started arguing i don't know what the whole point it was i guess a guy gave him a, 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 a like Hey, do this, and the guy was like, "You ain't gonna tell me what to do." <laughs> what? What you said to me? Well, you know, I'll fuck you up. And, okay. they, they, and I'm just, they're like, "Bro, I don't want to go back to the yard." <laughs> <laughs> the fire is getting closer. <laughs> yeah, because eventually, <laughs> so those like <laughs> prison rules. Um, if uh, like let's say I ran, I ran with the paisas. Okay. Yeah. So if a paisa, so you weren't like, affiliated with. Uh... Nah, I was affiliated, but we ran with the south. Like oh, okay. we we were kind of clicked up with the southsiders. Okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. But. So if a sidesider fights, I have to jump in. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So um, so I was like, fuck, you know, I don't want to fucking go back, you know. So I was trying to calm the fight. Hey, bro, chill out, chill out. I, don't, I just got here, bro. <laughs> don't mess this up for me. Yeah. Por favor, señores, yeah. no se peleen. But, but after a while, you just you just be like, whatever, you know. If it happens, fuck. it happens. Yeah. That's it. You bring up a good point, man, because like with with prison politics. They still in play while you're at the fire. Yeah. Do you ever like? Were you ever surrounded by like let's say some kind of enemies around you and you're in the fire and like um, what if these fools try to do some shit? I wouldn't say I, there's enemies there, bro. Okay. Okay. okay another thing. Okay. okay. For example, um, that's where I would be fucked up in the head. Like you know, with I mean, you know, let's say the yard is having problems and then they get the messages to you and you're like the only thing. Like, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you have to. I remember. Okay, so. <clears throat> Mainline, right? You have Southsiders, Northerners, White Boys, 
others, blacks, and paisas. What's right? others? Others are like Hawaiians, <laughs> oh, okay. uh, just Filipinos, like... Asians, and <laughs> okay, all that okay, stuff, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, um, it's crazy because you just say others. It's just, uh, my yeah. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even mention Asians in the lineup. Yeah, no, they they're included with others. Oh, they're included with others. Because there's what's less of, right? Like yeah, those are the Usos, the Usos, the Tongans, and all that, you know? So in prison, you're not going to have really an enemy. The only enemies that were kind of like out there were the South Siders and the Northerners. Yeah. And uh, those, they were kind of like, they were at a point where it was red light, green light, I mean, Ooh. green light at all times, no matter where you was at. But that actually, I was in the yard when they, when they actually did a peace treaty. Wow. Yeah, they did a peace treaty That's and, you know, they're... Crazy. They're just it's more I've never, I've never heard of that. Me neither. That's yeah, really cool. Yeah. That's peace treaties. It's all it's more now it's more about respect. You're For not sure. you know, mm-hmm. you could be in the dorm and you could be like you're gonna you're gonna be in the dorm with a lot of different races. But yeah. it's more more about respect. All the fights there normally are about, you know, drugs or owing people and yeah. or you know, someone doesn't get along bump heads and you know business. Yeah, yeah business. most of the time, you know, yeah. but it's always gonna be about respect. I could, I've seen Northerners and Southsiders get along more than anyone else. Then together, and sometimes yeah. they're family. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I've heard of that. Exactly. Uh, man, I, I heard this comedian the other day who uh, did this routine called "Mexicans Got on Boots." And in the story, <laughs> he's like, he's an African American comedian. Okay. And he gets to prison on his first day. And then, like, he sees some guy walking around telling other people in their cells, hey, hey, yo, Mexicans got on boots. Mexicans got on boots. <clears throat> so he starts walking around asking people, like, he, he's like, yo, I turn to the dude nearest to me. I'm like, yo, uh, Mexicans got on boots? Because he thinks maybe I should be telling other people this information. <laughs> so he's like, well, he starts asking, like, he asks his cellmate, he's like, all right, what does it mean that Mexicans got on boots? And then the Mexican that he's talking to, because he has a Mexican cellmate, goes, oh, that, that just means it's going to be a riot later. And then, like... Oh, did I sound too far away? You yeah. were talking into the side of the mic instead of the front of the mic. No, but did, was it too far away with the audio? No, no, no but you were talking into the side that it doesn't pick up. All right. Mexicans got on boots. What were you yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I mean, you could have told me. I no, I he, told, he, signaled, he signaled to me. It was like, we're talking prison. We weren't like, supposed to know. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, anyway, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, anyway, so essentially the, the revelation is, is that the, the reason they're saying Mexicans got on boots, he's like, that's relevant because most of the time when they're out in the yard, they're in their sneakers uh, for whatever hacky sack or whatever. But when they have them boots, that means they're, they're going to stomp your face in and there's going to be like a race riot thing. He's like, what do you recommend that I do? I mean, I, I mean, are you going to stab me? Because, I mean, we just finished a meal together, right? I mean, <laughs> and then the dude's just like, I mean, it's just how it is. So then he starts running around like, well, what do I do? What do I do? And then finally someone says, you got to look up this guy named Harry or whatever. It's like, all right, why? Because Harry's going to hook you up with a knife. So he goes to Harry, and then Harry's like, so then Harry's like, all right, all right, I'll hook you up with something. He's like, here's a set of knives. He's like, well, what are you looking for? He's like, I don't know. It's my first time. He's like, all right, new motherfucker. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's bad for him to be new. He's like, I didn't want to be here in the first place. You downgraded me for being new. So then the dude's like, all right, well, business. Give me two things of coffee for, for a knife. This will handle it that way. He's like, well, what, what do you want? I'm like, I don't know. What do you think I should have? He's like, well, that's just something personal. So then, like, he comes back later on, and the dude's like, I, had, I sold your knife. What do you mean you sold my knife? And he's like, well, someone came in with three bags of coffee. It was just business. Oh, before it wasn't business? Like, so anyway, they have the riot, and then there's, like, the fights break out, and he's like, man, I got my ass whooped by a Mexican who didn't even have boots on. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but, but I said all that to He was barefoot. <laughs> but I, but I, I, would like to, I, I would like to, like, throw in this concept of, like, the racial divide in prison for people who spend time 
in prison under that whole like, all right, blacks are over here, Latinos are over here. Does that carry on with you once you're outside? And also, this is a two-parter, someone like myself, I'm African-American, but I'm also Latino, like I'm half. So do I get an option where I go? Like my last name is Lascano. I should be able to just be like, I mean, primo. Or maybe I could be like, well, I mean, I listen to more hip hop than reggaeton. So so how would that work out? It just, it depends on the individual, right? It depends on the individual. Mm. Um, for you, for example, if you were ever land, hopefully not, you know, that depends on who you feel more comfortable around with. Knock on wood. You know, yeah. So if you want to go with yeah. the, if you want to go with the primos, just learn some Spanish, bro. Hmm. But yeah. you probably might get shit from the blacks. Because you know? there is, there is some like I, I read one of my old neighbors. He came out of uh, prison, his brother, and he was in Norteño while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Like, I never had never heard of that. Yeah, you and, could, you, you're because you're, most of the time you're gonna have to choose who you're gonna run with. Yeah, and um. Like, I remember I was being all these guys from down south, you know, L.A. and all that area, and they weren't gangbangers. They were just running sausages, but they were mm-hmm. running as a resident. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean they gangbang, but inside, you're you're running with them. Yeah. That's wow. who you got. That's who, who you're going to have their back, and they're going to have your back. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll share this, because one of my coworkers when, in the union, uh, big white dude with, like, Aryan Brotherhood tattoos everywhere, Nazi <laughs> tattoos. But he was like, I mean, you know, obviously I'm not racist. He's like, yeah. you know, we're cool. He's like... It just it, in prison. It, it means I would have gotten my ass beat because there was a big old um, there was a big old war between the blacks and the whites. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just had to click up and lose oh, in for like for protection. Know, years. more yeah. for protection. He's like, yeah. before jail, I was cool with Mexicans and blacks. Yeah, and, it's like, did you have to get the the tattoos though, like <laughs> permanent I markers? Mean, you know, well, some of those tattoos. I mean, you're it's it's a different it's life a different world. It's yeah. a different world. Um, once you go in there. It's, it's it's hard to explain it, mm. but being in there, I used to always go in there talking about, no, I'm just gonna do my time. Mm-hmm. Oh no, bro, you get sucked into it. Yeah, Holy shit. you get so you just become someone that you're kind of not, mm. and you just start living by that left that lifestyle. I remember they were telling me they were like, hey, bro, when you go in there, don't go volunteering for any work. Just go do your time and mind your business. You know, yeah. Uh, first thing I did when I got in the yard, I'll do it. I'll do it. You know, let me yeah, do it. Yeah. Let me do it. You know, I was trying to volunteer, but mm. uh, because. I feel like that earned your um, more respect, your strives, more ranking and all that. Because it's, it's politics, mm-hmm. but it's also a gang. You know, you got, they see, like, you got soldiers, captains, uh, generals. You got all that stuff. You know, that's mm-hmm. how they, it goes by. Yeah. Now, so, I, I've always looked up to the story of, now, I don't agree with everything Malcolm said. Um, but I, I looked up to his story about how he reinvented himself in prison. And he pretty much just said, all right, I'm just going to sit in my cell. I'm going to read and educate myself. Yeah. And Everyone else just leave me the fuck alone. You know what I mean? I would yeah. like to think that I could maybe do something like that, but yeah, well, it's probably more difficult. Were, that, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Were there any people at all that were kind of like on their own individually loners or they, anything like that? They, they kind of were, but they were still, but, but they were also the ones that threw shit at you, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard no, of that. Those, those guys, are the okay. loner loners. Okay. No, those guys are different. Those guys, we, we were separated from those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so those are called PCs. Protective okay. custody people, um, where all the rapists and all the child, mo- like yeah. all, the, all those right. snitches and all that stuff, are well, they keep us separated from them? Um, for example, our number, our one of our main rules is um, if you see a PC, a snitch, or something on the uh, anywhere you at, because you got to carry their papers, right? They sometimes, yeah, yeah, most of the time they carry papers. But yeah. if you know someone that's labeled yeah. as a snitch or someone that's a, a, a PC, if you see them anywhere, you got to rush them. You automatically got to rush them, no matter yeah. where you at. You, yeah. you have to go and take off on them. Oh, yep. shit. So 
Yeah, because this is what my one of my family members told me that when the papers is because uh, you said you look like what was papers? Uh, yeah, it, it, sh- it shows what you uh, it shows what you did, what you did. You, everybody carries it. it well, this oh. this cousin of mine was in Nevada, and he said he with crew he was running with. They put him to go and check papers. Like, that was his job, big mm-hmm. dude. So he checked this one dude's papers, and like he's like, okay, wow. He's like, wow. They would be like, wow, this guy <laughs> tried to shoot down a plane. Like, yeah. Or oh. a helicopter. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. So it, that, that's why I do wow. they do. Were you doing Cal- like, California is more different. California okay. California is one of the most hated uh, prison systems in the U.S. Mm, really? Because we have, we actually have politics and, and all that di- uh, uh, racial yeah. divided uh, yeah. thing going on. Uh, but once you land at a yard, whichever yard it is, mainline or wherever you're at, they send someone automatically to the window and they ask for your paperwork right away. You wow. give them your paperwork, they take it, they read it, come back, you're good, you're good. Then you don't have to carry your paperwork anymore because obviously you're in the mainline, you're in that yard. Yeah. If you're a PC, they're not going to tell you nothing. They're just going to hand you back your paperwork. Like, let's say someone goes in there for, um, let's say, snitching or, or raping mm-hmm. someone, right? Right. As soon as we get the paperwork, receive it. Oh, this guy's bad. Send him back the paperwork. Okay, don't say nothing. As soon as he comes out that door, they're gonna have people waiting for him. Oh, and they're gonna take him out. Now, p- now, PC is police contact, right? No, p- no? protective protective custody. Oh, protective custody. Protective okay. custody. Protective custody. Man, like, so that's yeah. No, that's like a rule at every prison, huh? Yeah, it's that's like a rule every prison. Some, so yeah. So this is right, basically inmates checking other inmates. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and especially like. I mean, because it's not just California, right? Like, that's everywhere. That's Well, I don't know, because I've heard Nevada is, is ran differently. Okay. I've heard they actually have them together. Because in the East Coast, uh, what was his name? The dude, uh, Johnny Depp played him. Uh, Whitey Bulger, the, the, the Irish gangster. Was it? What, no, he got killed by some Italian dude, and it's just because their rules is any snitch. It was, it was, like, it was, it was different was, gangs or whatever. I think he, it was Machine Gun Kelly. No, no. no? Whitey Bulger got killed Whitey in prison. Bul- yeah. was, he was like, he was he was like 89 and and he yeah what uh, movie Black was Mass, this in Black oh Mass. Black oh right yeah. right 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 I was thinking about uh public enemy no no yeah right. yeah. yeah but anyways I, yeah it's um so like outside <laughs> when you went outside this is something I know some prisoners prisoners have a hard time is like like I have family members who after they came out of prison they're 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 still used they're still, to, still, like what was that movie uh, um. Don't be a menace uh-huh. when, when they pass He's eating a steak And they pass him His, his shank And he shanks the steak <laughs> He looks no. He looks behind With the mirror And he's like Who is that with my woman It's, it's, um, it's true you, uh, you, you get You yeah. get so used to Living a certain way When you come home You're yeah. still used to it And it takes time to adopt It took me about a year To adopt wow. Being out here wow. I, It's been I two years already Right It's been two years So I'm, I'm still I'm, I still got Certain little Little habits That I can't let go but I, um, when you come home, you're just because you're not used to being out. You're used yeah. to being in a contained place, but being with your guards up at all times. So I came home. I'm over here just looking around all over. My girl used to tell me, "What's wrong with you? Why you keep looking?" I'm like, "No, I'm just." I'm just but that, for me, that's <laughs> I don't normal. see the CO. I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> no, so for me, I thought it was normal because I'm just keeping my guards up to see who's yeah. around me. Right. Yeah. You know, you want to make sure there's no foul movement or whatever because yeah. that's how it is in there. You in there, wow. you. You always want to be on your toes because you never know. You just anything. They're not going to tell you when they're going to charge. Right. It, it sounds like something akin to PTSD too. For sure. Yeah. You've been in for a sure. war zone for yeah. how long? Like, and then the, f- the fires alone yeah. could give you PTSD. Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why. Also, being um being at camp, being at camp, I feel like it, it helped me out a lot because it could have been worse if I would have stayed in the yard. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some more sucked into the life. More sucked in the politics. So, definitely. So even though camp has that camp, actually, I feel like it made my time go by smooth because. 
I don't have a problem with working. You know, I, I like, you know, I'll work my ass off. Mm. So when at camp, you're working from Monday to Friday, eight to five o'clock. So we're out, I'm out there having fun with the chainsaw, bro. I'm cutting shit down. I'm over here. <laughs> you're a hard ass worker. Yeah. So I'm I, over there. <laughs> <laughs> we, we worked uh, yeah, Little, Little Caesars. Caesars. During the day where it was like the last day of school and we had hell orders. And at one point it was just me and him for like two hours. And this dude cut two pizzas at the time. But hold on. He, he, he did. He worked his ass off. But I remember he stopped giving a fuck about what the shape of the cuts were. It was like a, a round pizza like this. And it would do like a cut like that. Like who the fuck's going to eat a slice that's like. That's like a wave. It's a wave. Yeah. Like what the hell is this? And he's just going like, nah, 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 nah. like, hey, hey, remember that? Yeah. It was hot as shit. Like I was, that. I was a double-handed cutter with the pizza. <laughs> oh my goodness! I used to just come with, <laughs> let it go. There was one pizza you didn't even cut, and we just gave it Send away. Send it out. Send yeah. it out. <laughs> Send it out. We gotta get it out of here. That was, that was. So I, I, you were always a hard worker. I remember yeah. that. So, so and that's why I was like, man, like I, when I heard you were in jail, like. Wasted potential. Yeah. But I'm glad you're out. And that's why I wanted to bring you out. Mm -hmm. Cause like hopefully there's some young listeners who are what would you say to them? Um shit, if you can't do the time, don't do the crime. There you go. No, this it's it's uh prison ain't no joke, especially fire camp either. People think it cause it's oh well, you're fighting fires, it's uh it's something oh, I could do it. No, man, you gotta be physically shaped, mentally mm. strong for that. For sure. Uh prison, I remember uh prison, if you're not physically oh no, if you're not mentally strong you're gonna you're, you're gonna go crazy yeah. you're gonna go crazy so um i just say and a lot of guys do yeah just yeah. hey man if whoever's out there listening man just find a career or, or, or a business mm -hmm. you know just find something to keep you busy a hobby or something because yeah. prison ain't the ain't, ain't ain't the place it's not the place it's just me i i, I feel like doing the time wasn't the hardest part mm. being away from my family was yeah that mm. was that that's what yeah. what hurt me the most because um, my baby had just had her baby. I mean, my baby. <laughs> my sister just had her baby, right? So I was so attached yeah. to her. You know how yeah. that was? I feel like that was my little child too, you know? So when they took me away from her, I was... That hurted me the most. I mean, that's your niece, man. It's yeah. Close yeah. to it if you don't so, have a daughter already. And then just being away, locked up, and then you're hearing a lot of stuff going on in the streets with the family and all that stuff, and you feel useless because and helpless because you can't do nothing about it, you know? So you're pretty much... Out of the world. You're in a different world while stuff is going on in your world, you know, and you can't do nothing about it. That's that's crazy. <clears throat> one of the one of the, the people I know when they were in prison, they told me this is what it kind of I always thought about this whenever I thought about doing something, you know, that would get me in trouble is uh, there was an older guy. He was in like his 60s. I was working at some plumbing place and he said he was locked up for 20 years while he was in there for those 20 years his, his uh, both parents died mm -hmm. and he's like he couldn't come out to see you know, nothing he, and it's like that killed him like he was in there and like his he remembers during the funeral and during the whatever and it's just like thinking about that like mm -hmm. fucked him up in yeah. jail you know and that's yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you probably had those thoughts too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I've, yeah, I've had a few people that were lost out there. You know, when I was in there, and yeah. you couldn't even say bye to them. You yeah. know, so uh, and then <clears throat> I feel like that's why camp was cool because camp, the, the difference between camp and the yard, you you could actually get um, visits where you could barbecue with your family. Mm. Nice. So you you could you know play with your kids or whatever. You yeah. know, camp. You I mean the yard. No, you're in a table in a crowded ass 
room with a lot of more inmates and their families, and you got the CEOs watching every move. So you can't even be, I can't be here, and my girl can't be here because then the CEOs start tripping and harassing her family. Yeah. And then the, the, that's the thing. You're going to see the CEOs try to harass her family, so you're going to feel it's some type of way off. about it. Yeah. But if you try to do something about it, you're going to lose bad. your wrist. It's just, it's too much. It's too much. And um, so camp, I felt, okay, so another thing about camp, camp, you get more programs. Like you got wood shop, you got, you get weights. At camp, mm. oh, they don't you do, get, weights, they don't do weights in prison no more. Yeah, but you get weights at camp. That ended recently too, right? Yeah, because I remember uh, when when um, Schwarzenegger was governor, he used to go into the prisons to work out with the <laughs> with the weights with the inmates. They don't they stopped that what like ten years ago? Uh, something like that. Yeah. What yeah. happened? Someone get into it with weights? Nah, they were just getting too yeah. big. Uh, from. They're uh, killing people. Yeah, with yeah, too, I, but I, they I were can huge. I can yeah. I can see why you would want to. Not have access to strength training programs in the jail because they're it's getting like, stronger. I mean, uh, what's if the CEO was a fat schlub who's stuffing yeah. himself with like twelve donuts a day, yeah. and they're still in shape though. Is like six uh. foot eight and hella buff. Yeah. Like the math don't work out. We had <laughs> we had a CEO going a a one v one with an inmate at the camp. I remember he was an, a northerner, and uh, the, the, the northerner was probably the most out of shape northerner I've ever seen because those guys are. They work machines, out like, bro. Like They're the, machines. Uh, yeah, those guys yeah. are machines. So, this guy went in the, the CO. I guess the northerner was carrying some shit on him. You know, he's trying to walk by the CO, and the CO kind of felt it like, oh, "You got something? Come here, hey, you come here." And he was like, "No, I'm going." You know, try to run. <laughs> yeah. And he tried to grab him, and they got in a little like just a little <laughs> wrestling thing, and the CO was gassed out. He, <laughs> and, and the, the northerner was like, "Give me my horse." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the mother was like, bro, you're not going to drop me. He's just standing like, you're not going to drop me. And this was just hanging on to his ankle. Get help. And we're just looking at him like, you think we're going to go over there and get help for you, bro? Like, no, no respect, man. No. <laughs> no. You know, so it took him like, oh like the God. other CO ended up finding um, the other CO like still grabbing onto his like legs after while he was doing walk. And uh, so we were just kind of still watching there. Like, what are you going to do? You know, and this guy's just like. Bro, let me go. No, I got you. No, you don't. <laughs> now, now the COs are. I know the COs are like armed with like a nightstick at least. But I mean, how deep does it go? Do they have tasers? Do they have guns? The, the, I don't know. They, um, they don't. They, I, I, that yeah. probably would be I advised they to they carry. They don't carry guns. They, right? they, they some do. Prison, some do? prison, prison. You got you got guards that actually like on the towers yeah. on the roof. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. they have to keep their eyes open because like in a yard, it's way more dangerous. So you 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 will have to shoot an inmate if they're stabbing somebody. Oh, shit. So um. Even if they're fighting, right? Even if they're fighting. Even if just yeah, they don't stop fighting. Because they don't know if you're stabbing them or not. Right. You know? yeah. so someone told me that, because I installed internet, I mean, uh, internet for uh, a CO. Uh, she started telling me about the job. She said that one time, this, these dudes were jumping one guy, and the, the guy just shot them all. <laughs> Even the guy getting beat up. Like, holy shit. Like, because... They don't want it to turn no, into something big. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. He even shot and, the victim? And everybody's got to get oh. out. Like, like, let's say you two are fighting and I shoot at you both. Everyone else has to drop. Is that true? Oh. Yeah. 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 So Lord. Yeah. There was a, my first few weeks in the San Quentin. Um, Oof. Yard time there was like two hours. And then the yard, I don't know, if, for those who uh, rode the ferry, there's mm. that backyard in the yeah. back of San Quentin, right? Mm. Yeah. That's reception yard. That's where they send all the guys that are there sitting there for reception because the main yard is in the front. So a yard small. It's like the size of Richmond High's gym mm. or something like that. It's, and you got mm. 250 guys in one yard, and it's divided in two. So you got 250 guys in one yard and another few on the other side, right? Mm. So it's crowded, bro. You're like, it's a real crowded place. Sardines. Yeah, oh. and it's imagine having a lot of inmates crowded in one place. So I remember one day we had another nerd come up to us and was like, hey, guys, uh, we going to handle one of our own. Just act. don't worry about it. You know, act like nothing's happening. 
Okay. Okay. Jesus. You know, we were like, all right, so then take out your own people. Yeah. All right. So then, um, hey, want to see something cool? Yeah. So pretty much, <laughs> what the, he's trying to say is like, what he's trying to say is like, if you see us whoop our guys' ass, yeah, keep acting normal. Don't mind move, your, yeah, don't get excited. Don't, so yeah. you don't attract attention. So we're, we, uh, for anyone that's in prison and is younger than thirty-five years old or forty years old, you have to work out mandatory. No matter what it is. Yeah. So we're in the yard and we're working out. You know, I'm doing push. We're working out and everything. And we see it. We, 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 we're we about to see it go happen. We're just acting normal. We're, we're doing push-ups. So they're kind of walking the guy down to the like the end of the fence or whatever. And you just see one guy turn around and just sock his ass. Bah! And now he's just, they're taking off on him. Right? And the mm-hmm. guard is just walking up to like nothing because everyone's still acting the same. And they don't see this guy. There's no panic. There's no panic. Yeah. But everyone's kind of like keeping eyes on it. And they're just stomping this guy out, bro. They're fucking him up and everything, Fuck. right? And we're just like, God, that, dude, the oh. guy got so tired. He's throwing his punch like this, bro. He, that's how bad it is. And then once a the guy, the CO uh, saw it, he shot a warning shot. And then the, after the warning shot, they, the, they shot a beanbag at him first. Beanbag hit him in the ribs, bro. All the way from the tower. Beanbag smacked him in the ribs, and he felt it because he stomped, you know? And he still kept swinging. So the next one was a gunshot, and they just kind of like, all right, get on the floor. Yeah, you you would think after the warning shot, they'd be like, okay, they know we're doing this. Maybe we should, like, stop stopping the guy into the ground. Yeah. Like, I know y'all want a warning. Let's keep going. No, 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 no. We need to kill this guy. You know, you remind. Kill a guy with your bare hands that way, right? He reminded me of something uh, Danny Trejo Trejo said this in an interview. I don't know if you've heard this. Because they asked him, how did he he study acting? He said, San Quentin Prison. (laughs) Because he said, all my characters are the same. No, 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 no. Because he said... Like if they he knew they knew when there was gonna be a rumble you have to act normal yeah, he right. had to act yeah. or like he said you have to act normal that was his acting school he's just acting normal yeah man it's, uh, that's hella funny oh that yeah, it reminded me of that but let, let me ask you this if you don't mind what did you do to land yourself in um okay. I don't know. We, Those, I, you don't, it's it's like I feel like it's a not a sensitive top. Like uh, it's personal. Like, it's not personal, but I just felt more like it wasn't me. Uh, you know, because I'm not. You were in the, you were in the situation. It, I was like I got sucked in. I was yeah. I was honestly I didn't get sucked in. I chose mm. to do it, but mm. I feel like I was under the influence when I did it. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Um. But I will say it. Um, I uh, I went down for a second degree armed robbery. You know, Jose knows me. He knows I'm not the type to go and steal. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm nah. a hard worker, you know. But nah, yeah. I did it. I'm not gonna lie. I took I took responsibility for it, and I did my time for it. You know, yeah. and that's uh-huh. something in life that I I accept. And, and, and uh, the, the reason. Oh, go ahead. Now, this is gonna, this is gonna sound small and petty, but there's a friend of mine who had a, a Facebook friend of mine who had posted on someone else's uh, page. Someone had gotten out of jail for uh, armed robbery, and they were like, "They should have kept him locked up," you know. And the, the debate became, "Well, why? Like he served his time, he's done what he had to do." And then, like the friend of mine went, "Well, see, the thing is." If you're actually going to go in and rob someone at gunpoint, then you probably intend to kill that person. That person should stay locked up for the protection of the rest of us. And I make the argument of, well, you go in there with a gun to to ensure cooperation. You don't actually want to kill someone. And then that Mm -hmm. person was like, well, I used to do strong arms without guns. So, you know, but I mean, from your perspective, when you went in and did what you did, 
you weren't going in to actually kill someone, right? You were just like, yo, I just, I just we're just, it's a scare tactic. Am mm-hmm. I wrong or am I wrong? I mean, you wanted to get something. Yeah, no, right. you, you, I mean, if that's you the last a, thing you want to do. Yeah, right. Because it's not, a, if you wanted to kill someone, you would just easily, you don't say nothing, yeah, just, you know. Right, exactly. And if you wanted something, it's easier to fucking do it with yeah, a gun. Definitely. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's yeah. easy. I mean, you know. Look at the look around the world, <laughs> like you know. Right. It's easier to do things with big guns, you know. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. It's more yeah. of a it's it, yeah. I mean, but like you said, you know what you did was wrong, and I know yeah, you. Yeah. I know you. Yeah. You know. Um, I think to that though. Besides that, I think yeah. that there's also the opportunity to go in there, reflect, and come out a different person for sure. Definitely. You know? And yeah. also, like in in your experience, you could have just done time in the yard. And maybe got got sucked in, sucked in into you a also, fire. You, exactly. and you could have probably left the camp at the first fire. Like ah, I don't know about this. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So in a way, so, this is also what I wanted to say with bringing you in. Like we would say to like you know servicemen, thank you for your service. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because sure. I don't know if you've ever heard that before. But thank you. No. But yeah, you. for real. Because that is like a shit. You know, I I to do that, it takes a lot. You know, yeah. regardless. And like you said, you could probably would have left. Definitely, you know, you, you could have gone back, gone back to the yard and like, been like, whatever, man. Nah, man. Chose After the bear, out. you know, I would have been like, fuck <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Chasing a fucking burning oh, rabbit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like that, well, yeah. that's, a, um, that's a thing why I, I, I liked camp more because... Uh, well, camp it's like I said, it's an experience. They feed you better. They feed you better. You, you get treated more better than the yard. They definitely yeah, do feed you better. Yeah. I mean, if you that's uh, that's the biggest thing for me. Yeah, hey, bro. Food. The hey, food has taste. <laughs> burn some more shit down. I'll put it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, um, camp, camp, uh, fires, camp fires, right? So, like I said, you guys only heard about the big fires. Yeah. You guys don't hear about the little fires. Yeah. Sometimes we're on on a on a let's say we're at a work we're at a work spot or we're at the camp. Our camp has a radio on all over the camp where you can hear the dispatcher go off all over the unit. Mm-hmm. So you can hear what's going on in the whole camp, you know, or the whole area, the whole county. So <clears throat> uh, I'm going to tell you guys about, the, I feel like the most messed up experience I I, uh, I felt was the Santa Rosa fire, the mm. 2017 in October. Um, it was a Sunday. I remember that night we were actually, uh, it was it was windy as fuck. I remember that. It was like, you know, the last yeah. few days it was windy. It was something like that. I had to little. work up there. Like, not right by the fire, but I could see the little because yeah. I had to work installing alarms over there. So that night, I remember like it was still yesterday, bro. Wow. That's something that still hasn't left my head because I remember everything from like everything that happened. Uh, we're uh, we're at the camp. It's windy, and I remember me and one of my friends. We were just like, "Shit, it's fucking windy, bro." And our captain had used to tell us like, "Hey, still be ready." I know we haven't gone to fires in the last few weeks. It hasn't rained, so it's still dry. Yeah. So they, they know once you're working with Cal with Cal Fire doing fire camp, you start to kind of learn more stuff about the way fires work and all that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's funny because even now that I'm out, I still be keeping track of the fires that's going on. Yeah, you know, so it's weird. Um, like you gotta go put your shit yeah, like go. I be trying to like I'm gonna go fight this fire. Wait, I'm not a camp. <laughs> the what Batman the light comes on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, so that night I remember. It was like around eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and we hear the radio go off. Da, 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 da. Vegetation fire uh, by Calistoga, whatever. You know, it's about two acres spreading rapidly. So we're like, okay, two acres. But we felt the wind, so we're like, nah, bro, this ain't gonna be two acres. Not even a minute later, she reports, no vegetation fire now at five hundred acres spreading rapidly. We need all the help we could get there mm. now. And this set that, and we're like, oh yeah, we're going out. That weekend, we had Jeez. another fire in Lake County that we were still working on, right? So we had two crews on that fire 
in like middle like uh, Clear Lake that were sleeping on the mountain because they were keeping making sure that that fire wouldn't kind of keep going. And we had two crews on 24 hour down. 24 hour down means that you were on the line for 24 hours, so you get 24 hours to rest. Mm -hmm. So we had a two a, a two crews in our uh, camp on their 20 on the rest time. And then our crew was the only crew that was available for that whole unit around the time to just kind of make sure to go put out fires. So once we heard that, not even another minute later, she said that the fire was like about 2,000 acres. Dang. So it's been five minutes. The fire went from two to 2,000 acres. So now we're like, shit, you know? So then we get called out. So now we're driving towards uh, Calistoga. And uh, for those who've been towards Calistoga, Middletown, on the way up to Calistoga, no, once you pass the stuff on the way up to like Middletown and Clear Lake, you go through a lot of curves. So a lot of like about a few miles of curves, right? Um, on the way down, we see a big orange glow in the sky, and I, was, I remember I was I was a swamper by this time. I was already work, uh, with the captain and all that stuff, so I'm riding in the front, hmm. right? So I'm I can see everything. So now I'm going down, and I see that, and I was like, holy shit, right? So we're going down, and I remember we get under, and it's windy as fuck, and um. Captain gets off He goes to talk to the uh, To the chief And the chief is like Go to this area This is where you're gonna meet Who's in charge And they're gonna give you a task So when he, The captain tells me To get down from the bus To help him back up Wind almost knocked me on my ass That's how strong it was Fuck. So we knew it was gonna be A bad night Because of, even though CCV was shaking Right So then They sent us to the Safari uh, Safari West Zoo I don't know who, uh, That's like somewhere by Napa area, like like Calistoga, like in the woods and all that stuff. So we're driving there, <clears throat> and we're passing the fire. The fire's already over. By this time, the fire's 10,000 acres. So now um, we're driving to, like, on a two-way two -way lane to the Safari West, and everything's burning. Trees are falling. It's like a movie. You're, mm -hmm. you're just like in a movie. So we're driving in there. You can feel the heat from the bus. Like, you, you can feel the heat inside the bus and everything. And I remember the captain tells me, He's like, hey, tell the guys to be ready. And I kind of didn't want to open the window because I, I knew what they were going to be doing in the back. So I opened the window. Guys are smoking cigarettes in the back on their phones and everything. And I was like, hey, just be ready. You never like, yeah, yeah, right, turn it up. You know, because the radio, you can hear the radio. Yes. So they're like, turn it up. All right. Jeez. So I remember we got there and we went to Safari West Zoo. And mm -hmm. then the owner of the Safari West Zoo uh, came out to us and was like, I need help. I need help uh, unlocking my animals in the cages. And, um, the fire was about five minutes away from this time. It was coming down the hill. You could see it. And the captain told him, no, you got to get the fuck out of here. You're going to die. He told him that. And I'm just like, I'm over here like, bro, I've never witnessed this shit. What the fuck is going on? Damn, like and end then, of the world shit. Yeah, right. And I'm just like, is he going to leave? And he's like, no, I'm not going nowhere. You know, I'm, I'm going to go release my animals. So the captain was like, all right, we're going. We're leaving. And I'm like, Cap, you going to live in here? And he was like. I can't force him to leave if yeah. he doesn't want to leave. It's true. And I was like, shit, he's going to die. I'm thinking, fuck, we just left the dead man right here, dude. And um, the guy made it. Wow. The guy oh. ended up... Wait, the guy what, ended what up, kind of animals did he have? Like A zoo. It was a zoo. Oh, a petting zoo. Shit. Oh, petting zoo. A petting zoo. I was like... <laughs> well, he he ended up... Hedgehogs and... That's what I thought. Yeah, like, he saved all the animals. animals. Oh, wow. He's a hero over there, man. Yeah, that's like, a hero. That's beautiful. But that's scary, though. That's like... That's a movie, too. Shoot. Yeah, I know. I don't know how he did it, but he did it. That was God. That's what that was. Yeah. That's crazy. So then um, we're driving towards Montecito, and we got stuck. We got stranded there. We actually got stuck. In the middle of a highway, fire surrounded us. Um, we thought we were gonna die. We thought I honestly thought it was a wrap because of everything around us is burning. We had nowhere to go. Trees are knocking our uh, 
Trees are pretty much like blocking our, our, our way in and our way out. We could hear houses blowing up, tanks going, propane tanks going up, and we're just like, shit, we're stuck. And you guys were still working? And No, we were still inside the CCV. We oh. couldn't even get down because there was nothing to work on. Everything was on fire. So we were just like, we can't even put no scratch. Like, we're going to die. The wind the wind is blowing the fire past us. And all, all, all we could hear on the radio is it's going towards Santa Rosa. Damn. Right? So somehow they, they ended up making a way out, and now we're driving towards Santa Rosa, and we could still see the fire. Just It was just like a fucking tidal wave, man. It was just going, 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 going. And we get, once we start driving into the town of Santa Rosa, it was chaos. It was like a movie. It's just, you see everyone running for their lives, driving, trying to get out. And we're just like, fuck, what are we going to do? And the resources are just telling us like, hey, don't even try to put out the fire. We can't stop it. It's moving too fast. Get everybody out. Everyone has, everyone has to get out of Santa Rosa right now. So now we're just driving around trying to make sure that everyone's leaving the areas because there was no point of trying to start stop the fire because we were going to be in more danger trying to fight the fire than stop it because it was moving so fast because of the wind. It was just going to run us over. So now we're driving around, making sure everyone's out, and out of nowhere, with a snap of a finger, we're inside a burning uh, neighborhood. Oh, all the high, the all the houses were burning. We're, we can't even see in front of the windshield. We captain started driving into the the, the, the uh, sidewalk. Jeez. So we had to back up slowly, and we just it was just a, it was it was a we were out there for like three nights, Holy three shit. days, working nonstop. Dang. Trying to put out um start once we got the area where we were going to. They told us, you guys got to start making, like, clearing this area because then they had a plan. They were like, we're going to back burn it. So those who don't know who, what a back burn is, you start a fire to fight the fire. So oh, okay. they made us, they, they made us clear, like, a, a long way, like, down uh, that Montecito right, the road. We had to clear the whole two, three miles just from the edge. So nothing over kind of jumps over it because we were going to burn all that area to fight it. <clears throat> Which worked effectively. I'm not gonna lie, it did. It worked effectively. And they say you can't fire fire with fire. No, that's one of the main <laughs> things they use too. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what the science is behind that because yeah. it sounds counterproductive. It's like you know what's gonna work well, more fire. Like yeah, <laughs> right. no, well you remember we watched that movie uh, Sorcerer. Yeah, and yeah. how they put out the oil fire. They dropped the TNT. Yeah, and that, oh, like, yeah. it knocks all well, the oxygen. Well, yeah. well, the way you fight fire, it's, just, it's common sense. You know, you start a fire. Yeah. it starts going up uh -huh. to the fire that's coming down. Right. Fire meets fire. That has nothing to burn. Yeah. Right. So, you know, it's just going to die out. Yeah. Um, so we were cutting there for two days. We slept out on the vineyard. So it was fucking cold as shit. I'm not going to lie. I think uh, it was, a, I was sleeping by the fire one day and I think oh, I had my shit. boots in the fire, bro. Damn. I woke up tripping because I thought my boots were on fire. That's, <laughs> right. yeah. That's the first fire that felt like apocalypse. That style. was, yeah. For me, That's personally, yes. For me, it was because I was like, shit. Because then the captains kept talking about it. These fires are going to get worse and worse. And this was back in 2017. Yeah. And um, I remember. Dang. But it's funny because it's uh, during, when you're with the inmates, <laughs> it makes the fun more. Yeah. It makes the job funner because yeah. you guys, you guys don't give a shit. Yeah. Hey, cut that shit down. No, don't do it. Cut it. Fuck it. Cut it. And you go to the abandoned houses looking for food. <laughs> oh, oh, you, you had guys that were. We heard about. We were, you could hear stories by the from the COs that they were reporting it that we had. A, that was another camp that had a, a, a gang of guys break into a. Oh, um, fuck. That's a mansion, uh, a mansion, and they actually stole the shit. Some I don't know what it was, uh, and they actually ended up finding it like two days later at the camp. Oh my Jeez. god! So just I mean, messing it up for that, everybody right. else, though. That's what that's what I'm trying to put an example when you make them look bad. Yeah, you see, so it's yeah. like it's a group of it. All it takes is one, one fucking person, guy to sure. make you know anything yeah. look bad. Yeah. yeah. So like RCOs, I mean, we, there was shit at our camp, right? Yeah. There was shit at our camp, a lot of shit mm. that I can't probably describe. 
our COs were more like, we know you fuckers are doing it. But we don't see it. We're not going to come look for it. But we catch you, we're going to book you. Right. Simple. Yeah. Just put it away when you see us walking right. around. Yeah. Type of shit. Like, you know? be responsible. Like, exactly. That's, a, that's an adult, <laughs> exactly. like, adult yeah. kind of, like, yeah. yeah. we're on so, the shit. Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, um, yeah. we were out on the fires, bro, and it was like, that. I remember that day, we were back burning towards to the, this fire, and everybody wants to burn shit, so everyone's trying to fight for the... For the fucking thing that's like the, that starts a fire, so nah, let me burn it. Nah, let, and then it's funny because the captain, I remember the captain almost left us, right? Mm. The fire was creeping on us so bad, it actually didn't jump, but we were able to stop it. Captain got on the bus because it's, and, and you, some of you guys are gonna laugh when <laughs> oh I tell God. you this. Our captain, he's retired now. Our captain was 65 years old, oh, shit. and he was 350 pounds, and he was five, 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 four. Bro. How's that man not dead? But this guy, no, okay, maybe three hundred is too much. But I mean, he was like two eighty, two eighty, right? But he was a a, a big, big guy. Yeah. Funniest captain I've ever done time with, bro. This motherfucker used to talk some more Don shit Rickles. than an inmate, bro. <laughs> Don so, Rickles. This guy, and it's funny because he had a little funny voice. You know, we were walking and he sees a fire and he's like, "Shit, fuckers, get in the bus, we're leaving." So, right? so we're all trying to go to the bus, and then he gets in the bus and forgets about us and starts driving off. Oh. So we're like, "What the fuck?" We're like, "Hey, hold on!" So now we're running after the bus and the fire's coming. That could be a show. <laughs> just like, ah, they're expendable. Yeah. Whatever. We'll just get some more. We're from all the gonna car. die. Yeah, it's funny because um, we got there and, oh. I, and I told the captain because we used to talk shit to the captain. What the fuck, Cap? You fucking left us. You guys too slow. <laughs> so so like, oh man. So you you uh, he said that they're gonna get worse over time, huh? They're saying that. I mean, you can see it. You, you can see, see it. it. Yeah. I mean, even being yeah from being there because my first fire season 2016 wasn't too bad. It was you had a few. The biggest fire was. 2,000, yeah. 10,000 acres. Now yeah. we're talking about 200,000 acres. Wow. You know, so it's like, now nah, they're really getting out-resourced. So are you planning on going back into work in <clears throat> fires? Uh, I actually applied. Okay. Okay. Well, let's hope that's let's fun. hope you get it because yes. that's scary, man. I thought about <laughs> when I, I drove through uh, one of those cities that was burnt and it was fucking like, no, it, it, was, it was, I mean, I didn't see it burning, I, but I saw afterwards and, um, yeah, dude, that was I, fucked up. I think the thing that traumatized me more about that fire was being in the front with, and I used to hold the radio. You could hear the dispatch, and you hear everything that's going on, like all the calls. Fuck. And I just kept hearing, "Oh, we got a call. Uh, family stuck inside their home, um, mm. and they can't get out." That was an area we were working that area. That fire. Um, there was a, a neighborhood where all the houses were behind the creek, and the only way over was a little wooden bridge. Oh, so. The bridges got burnt. Yeah. And they couldn't leave. They couldn't there's a drive. lot of those in that and, area. Yeah. And there's just wood. Yeah. yeah. So then all every all everything around them was on Stuck fire and stuck. they couldn't drive away. If they try to run, they were getting out I ran by the fire. So. And then the, the little like this like those little bridges, it, there's hella like vegetation. Exactly. So it's, you walk it's through the for the fire. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. all all those calls that we heard that night, they ended up um passing away. That's a lot. They got that's trapped. That's a lot to deal that's with then. So I think that's what kind of was like, fuck. And all you could hear is, a, you know, the resources just say, we're doing all we can do, man. Yeah, because they send fire departments from all over, huh? Yeah, and it took them about, we got all the help, I think, uh, <clears throat> that night. We probably, and it was late already, so by the time they got the calls, we they didn't get there till the morning. Mm. So by this time, the fire's already 40,000, 50,000 acres by the yeah. time they pulled up. Um, 
the next day we didn't we didn't get help from down south until two three days later mm -hmm. so by the time we got relieved we started on a sunday we got relieved on a wednesday morning mm. where they sent us back to camp to go rest I read a story on, on CNN about a, a family who uh, was rescued by, you know, inmate firefighters. And they were like, you know, had it not been for them, we wouldn't be here. Did, did you have an experience where, like, there was a family or something where you successfully actually did save? Like, I know you saved lives just doing what you were doing. But did you have that, ever have that direct contact of like, yeah, we held the fire off this one house that one time? Yeah. You know? No, we, um, well, that Montecito Road, there was houses on that road. Mm. That we actually were able to stop from keep going because if we would have jumped over, Calistoga was going to be next. Mm. So we kind of saved yeah. Calistoga from doing that fire, that whole line across Montecito. But um, we've had there's there's come like okay for example we've had times where we've gone to little small fires that you guys don't hear about five acre fire where there's houses around and we're able to knock it off mm -hmm. so now the family is hey well can we guys buy you guys you know like gym equipment or oh, you know can we can put we money on your books yeah. we're sure, not in yeah. the camp well as much as they want to do it they're not allowed to accept yeah. it mm. so i mean there there's people out there that are grateful about it you know that that's like, hit me up on facebook when you get out yeah. i got yeah. you, you know yeah, that I mean? part exactly <laughs> <laughs> listen to my podcast <laughs> <laughs> no what i what i wanted to say man because <laughs> We've been over an hour now, and like, like first of all, we appreciate you coming yeah, and telling, yeah. telling you know a lot of the, the stuff. I didn't think you were gonna tell that, whatever. <laughs> but uh, like, you went in for something that you did, you know, of course that was bad, and 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 now look at all the shit you did yeah. there, like. You fucking save lives. Yeah. Yeah. And then can I also just say, like, I just met you and I don't even know you, but it definitely says a lot of your character and yeah. and your work ethic for sure. Because I feel like ultimately you seeked out those opportunities. You know, if people would have been like there were people telling you to go to camp and to try and do that. Um, but at the same time, like, I think it just um, shows your perseverance, like keep going, keep going. And, and, you know, you did that. So I think that's dope. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, no, yeah. Definitely. definitely. That's what's up. Yeah, man. That's, that's what it's you know, I've, I've always said, you know, prison. <clears throat> aside from being just a, a, a punishment should also be a place of reformation and transformation. I mean, there's some people yeah. that are so ingrained in a certain way of life or, or they have some <laughs> sort of mental condition like psychopathy, sociopathy. There's no helping them at that point if they're there. But yeah. for the average person that mm -hmm. makes a big mistake or, or, or whatever, like yourself or someone who maybe wrong didn't place, have wrong time, wrong mm -hmm. place, wrong time, or even somebody who just didn't have <laughs> the guidance you know what I mean? Yeah. But has that opportunity to make that turn. I think that's what it's all about. It's like oh, Go yeah. Governor Gray Davis had said when he signed in um, the ability for you guys to work with Cal Fire in the first place. He said, look, people should be allowed to serve their time, come out and work somewhere with dignity. And that is a quote that I, I definitely stand by. It goes with my values like, yo, we should be cranking out so, so that you don't go back <clears throat> to doing what, what you did in the first place. To get you in jail yeah. in the first place, you know, and you're a success story. Yeah, you know what so I mean. I hope, you're a success well, story. So people who are pushing for for that for reform for prisoners, listen to this, man. Yeah. Exactly, because that is that is like you know the the uh, best case. Well, the best example of this shit works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just needs to be certain things on the other <laughs> side when you get out, like a guaranteed, like we're not going to discriminate against you just because of your 
you know, where your training mm-hmm. happened. It shouldn't yeah. matter where your training happened, but the fact that you got the training and you have the experience. And now. you're a hero. Exactly. I want to highlight that. You're a fucking hero. Yeah, you're hell hero. yeah. And from cutting pizzas to... Cutting trees. <laughs> cutting trees, <laughs> cutting trees <laughs> man. <laughs> anyway. Hey, but thank you for coming, bro. And no, uh, problem, you, you got any me. messages you want to send out? Any shout outs? Shout out, Swoop, you know. And, um, <laughs> nah, just shout out my family, my girl, everybody, man. Everybody that was there for me while I was uh, going through those times. Yeah. And, um, just if you got something good going on, don't mess it up, man. Because uh, amen to that. You lose, you can lose everything with a snap of a finger, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah. It's hard to you know get back up if you ain't got it in you. Yeah. So it's just right on. Yeah. Th- thank you for that. You guys got any shout outs? Shout outs. No? Shout outs to anyone that's tuning in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And anybody out there who's had a similar experience or or going through it right now. Yep. You know, if you if you are yeah. listening on on your to us on your cell phone on the prison yard when you know you shouldn't, hopefully this gives you some <laughs> inspiration to apply for something that'll change your life around. It doesn't have to be firefighting. There are other programs, wood shop and all that. Get a trade, get something, come out and make the best of it yeah. for yourself and just, for your family. Just while we're on that, so shout out to the person that told you to sign up for campfire. For real. <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he thought about the math, but you know, <laughs> yeah, he I, exactly. Shout out to that. Scante he knew how warrior. to market to you. He was like. Look, man, there's drugs, homes. And stuff. <laughs> oh, man. He's, yeah. he's like still there advocating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We're out. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Oh. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That was a good one, man.